Hello there, and welcome to Dane and Friends. My name is Dane. I'm Jonathan. That's, that's my brother, Jonathan, <laughs> in case you couldn't tell. And uh, this is Jonathan Helps Me Understand a Band. So, from what I understand, today's band is Radiohead. And uh, I don't really have a huge amount of experience with them, and besides just, like, really basic, like, you know, like, creep is a, a good example of the Radiohead that I have. You know, the one that everyone has listened mm-hmm. to. So, where would you say that Creep falls in their actual, like, discography? Well, I mean, it's it's from their first album. It's, mm-hmm. it's them trying to figure out exactly what they want to do. Like, if you listen to that entire first album, it's a lot of experimentation with whether they want to be a and this is a this is a term coined by one of our favorite YouTubers, Todd in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. If they want to be a wigwag band, <laughs> <laughs> you want to explain what a wigwag band? Uh, a white is, guy Jim? with acoustic guitar. It's just like love ballads and and sad stuff played on acoustic guitar, which Radiohead is not. It, they ended up going in a completely different direction. I would still but, say Creep is not exactly like that. It's well, like that, but more experimental. Yes, exactly. Like, it, like their, their album, their uh, that album is experimental wigwag bullshit, which doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me whatsoever. Because, like, the, when you listen to it, the just from what I've listened to, even just this dude, like the album version. There's like multiple guitar tracks backed up into each other, so yeah. it makes it weird to try and like, even if you just like when I when I sit and try and play it by myself, like you can never get the full like experience. No, it. well, they, I think they they have a band of eight people. Oh wow! Um, but as they've gone, they've gone less for the more. I don't know, straightforward songs, and they've become more and more experimental as time has gone on. Like, that first album, honestly, is the least Radiohead album out it's of like all. It's like the safest one? Yeah, it's the safest one. If you want to get someone in Radiohead, pop on Pablo Honey, put, like, anyone pl- can play guitar on, mm-hmm. and, like, and they're, they're probably going to have a good time. A lot of people don't like don't like his voice. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Tom York. Don't yeah. Don't like Tom York. Is it just because it's got like a, a really like nasally quality to it, or is it? Because I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly call it call it nasally. I guess it's just in a really weird register. Well, I it's feel like, yes, yes. It's it's in a very weird key and register that he sings in, and he uses his. As the albums go on, he uses his vocals as more of a, another instrument. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very cool idea, but that could turn some people off. Exactly. It, it turns a lot of people off. People are not big fans of Radiohead. I was looking at a at the top ten lamest bands that hipsters <laughs> listen to, and right at the top there, number one, fucking Radiohead. So why, what, where would you say Radiohead actually begins then? Is it like your second, the second album type thing, or were they still trying to find their, their sound at that point? I think second album, I mean, 
You go right from, yeah, yeah, the bins. They they are definitely starting to lean more into the experimental side than the safer pop ready. Which I don't know if you can I, say that, that, that is their crazy first album is pop ready. But. Yeah, does not make me think pop ready at all. But I guess that is far more radio friendly. Well, and then they had their second album had two singles that got pretty famous. Like um, it. Um, one's Nice Dream, and it's in an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and it's, I think it's in a couple of other shows, and then there's Fake Plastic Trees. That which, one actually sounds familiar, Fake yeah, Plastic Trees, at least the name. It's, it's the one that begins like, Fake Plastic Watering Can. Okay, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Hmm. That one. Um, and so it's just like... They have a couple of singles that are ready to be listened to, and then the rest of the album, they kind of experiment more, and then as soon as you get to OK Computer, it's just like, bam, and then there's Karma Police, and then bam again. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about Karma Police. Yeah, that's... You would expect it to be off an earlier album, but they've been making music for... 20 years at this point. Are you serious? Almost 30. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That feels a little crazy to think about. Well, their first album came out in 1993, and their last, most recent album, I think, came out in 2019? 20, no, 2017. But still, that's 25 years, and they're still touring. How do they not just hate it at this point? (laughs) I I know that Tom York refuses to play Creep at live shows. What about Karma Police? I can't can't speak on that. Oh, but you do know that that one is... is, I've heard that a lot from other, like, like, famous bands and stuff like that. They're just tired of playing their, their, like, most famous single. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Honestly, if I was if I was doing a world tour every year and releasing an album just about every year, she's like, "Hey, I just want to play. I just want to play my new songs for you guys. Stop yelling out Freebird." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Radiohead playing Freebird might be interesting. <laughs> I would listen to that definitely. I think so. I I would listen to. I would listen to an experimental Freebird remix. Remix? Cover? Would that be like, yes, making (laughs) Freebird? I wouldn't... I wouldn't say Radiohead and Yes are that similar. Well, I'm not. I just meant experimental-wise. Like, just changing changing genres and doing different things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. It wasn't more that they were in, like, the same thing. It's the same idea that, like... Uh, like like what we had talked about before the thing was even turned on, like Fallout Boy versus Panic at the Disco, that they slowly like merged into different things and one became a whole lot better. <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion. Well, yes, one I I agree with your opinion that Panic at the Disco is better than Fallout Boy now. <laughs> I think Fallout Boy stopped making music. Did they? Yeah, I think so. It's crazy. They, 
So they were trying there to There was go, a big hiatus, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a big hiatus. They came back, made, you know, radio-ready music. They got really popular. I like that you call it radio-ready music. Well, it... I think that's my favorite term for it. When you're creating something that is specifically, like, this is going to try and get famous on the radio. Yeah, and it seems so dated now, but... I mean, there are some people who still just listen to the radio. I can't think of anyone in my friend group, but... I I only know a couple of people, and that's... They don't have, you know, adapters in their cars. Like me. I don't have adapters <laughs> in my car, so I just listen to the radio when I'm driving a boot. I'm, I'm just one of those, you know, terrible people. I just have a headphone in. Yeah, <laughs> you know that That's really fair. that really safe way of driving. <laughs> yeah, so you can you completely you know block off a portion of your um, of your senses. Of course, John. Of yeah. course. But let's go. Let's go back to let's go back to Fallout Boy and and Panic of the Disco for a minute. Okay. What uh, What do you think made it so that Panic at the Disco became so much better than Fallout Boy? In the long run. With them starting in basically the same spot, like in the same genre, and in the same... Yeah. I uh, Maybe it was just honestly, because did... Sorry. Did Panic at the Disco also take a hiatus, or were they continuing to make music? As far as I know, I'm not the hugest Panic at the Disco stan, I guess. But Stan. Stan. Is that like a fan? <laughs> yeah. That's a very, very just crazy fan. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh a Stan. Yeah. Uh I don't know, John, you definitely still know more than than I do about this stuff. I I know we were talking about Radiohead, but let's talk about this for a second. Um I I, and I don't know. You may you may know better than me on this one. I I feel like more consistently you had a singular vision coming from Panic at the Disco as it started to move on than you did from Fallout Boy that got a mm-hmm. little bit more weirdly like you said it got a little bit more commercialized and stuff like that. Whereas Panic at the Disco, if anything. It's still commercialized, but, like, I feel like it was allowed to... And maybe it's just because he's incredibly famous now. He's also an incredible singer. Let's not discount that. Of course. But, But I mean, like, I, I feel like he was allowed to kind of spread his wings, I guess. Which is funny because he feel like he kind of did the opposite way of, like, a normal band would, where you... You'd start like big and like not and like this is exactly what we want to make, and then you sort of like refine mm-hmm. it down. Sounds like Radiohead did the opposite too. Yeah, where <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even me being a Radiohead fan, um, some of their newer albums I can't get through. Like I I I want to sit, <laughs> I want to sit down and listen to their newest album, but every time I do, I'm just like. Uh... Like, it just gets, it gets a little bit crazy after, um, oh gosh, I'm cheating, don't, 
Don't judge me, I'm cheating. Um, oh no. I expected you to know about everything ever, Jonathan. <laughs> what? After after In Rainbows. It's... Which is their second newest album? It, no, it's it came out in 2007. It's their third newest. Well, they said they've been doing since 2017. Yeah, they've been they've been releasing singles and stuff every most years. But... Okay, so not like full albums then. No, 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 no. no. I guess that's not that's that's not that's hard to expect of people. Well, Rihanna was doing that for a while. That's friggin' nuts. Uh, Rihanna, eight years into her career, had released nine albums, <laughs> <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like, how do you even expect someone to do that? I love the fact that we looked up what, like, what, like Conway Twitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Had released so many albums over his entire career. Like, it was ridiculous. What did we see? Like it was like over thirty. It was. It was like thirty-five albums. Yeah, it was and, like thirty-five, and they were. It was mostly one. Like it was usually like one a year, if not sometimes more. But I guess that's more the standard from back then. Well, I mean, and then you look like a you. You look at a band like CCR Creedence Clearwater Revival. You. That's their name, right? I didn't just... CCR, yeah. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah. Whew. Feeling... You're supposed to be the music expert, John. How am I the music expert, Dan? You're the one supposed to be teaching me about this stuff. Dan? That's why, we asked about, that's why I asked about Radiohead. Yeah, and then I got distracted. How am I supposed to be the music expert, Dan? <laughs> but... <laughs> you look at CCR, and they released what five albums in three years and the first four albums were just hit after hit after hit after hit and then what that isn't ccr like literally like done by like one guy like there were a bunch of them but like <laughs> wasn't it literally like oh what is his name i want to say like john fogarty or something yeah, like that yes yes i think yes. that's his name Fogarty. That yeah. sounds at right. Least, at least Fogarty sounds right. I think his, well, like his brother was also in the band, and that was that was what ended up making their. It was all one single vision. Mm-hmm. That's what ended up, at least, and I'm again referencing Todd in the Shadows here. Um, John Fogarty, yeah. He nice. Wrote, like all of their C, all of CCR's songs. Um, but at the at the end of their career for their last album, um, apparently the other band members were like, hey, we want to play more songs. I don't know why they're British when they're an American band. It's the most ridiculous. Continue on. What was that accent again, John? Hey, we want to play more songs. But anywho, and apparently there's never a there's never a solid story. Um, John says that they were crying to him, telling him that they wanted to you know sing songs and write more music and actually write their own parts. I know, crazy, right? But <laughs> but the way the rest of the band tells it is John came to them and was like. I'm out of ideas, guys. 
I I need some help writing this next album. And then that one ended up being shit, from what I hear. Yeah, I'm going completely off the of top of the shadows and what he showed me. Yeah, but... I, I didn't pay attention to that one. Yeah, and like, <laughs> all right, let's get back to <laughs> back to Radiohead. Yeah, back to Radiohead. What else can you tell me about Radiohead, Jonathan? <laughs> Just the most long, awkward silence. Well, Dane, what else I can tell you about Radiohead is that they have <coughs> a polysyllabic name. Ah, oh, that's helpful, John. <laughs> Super helpful. I, uh... Gosh. I'm not the expert on Radiohead either. I, I know a little bit about a lot of bands. Uh, and that's... <laughs> I'm so glad we started this, John. <laughs> I know. Here's one band that I know you know a crap ton about. Brand new. Brand new, okay. All right, Jonathan, explain brand new to me because I don't think you've actually... Have you even shown me a brand new song? Yes. Multiple times. If it was, I wasn't paying attention. They're very emo. You are not a huge fan of emo music. <laughs> but they... Oh, goodness. They were a long time my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, a pretty big thing that the lead singer did. And I don't know if I told you about this. What? But he 100% abused his power and was sending videos of himself masturbating to underage fans. Wow. And allegedly. But 100% it's true. A bunch of facts about brand new. And the first one we start with is a masturbation story. Yeah, that, that that's the most recent one. And it makes me really sad because their newest album was honestly their best. It is... Sometimes you gotta get those demons out of you, <laughs> So that you can make good music. He's saying masturbating takes the demons out of That's you. right. That's right. You heard it here first. That's the and opposite of what you're taught as a child. Your hands will grow fur and you'll let demons into your body. You get those demons out. It's like sneezing. Can you imagine if someone was masturbating and then right as they orgasm, someone was just like, Bless you! Why are you in my house? I'm the masturbation angel. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Do you watch me, like, all the time? Yeah. Only when you're masturbating. <laughs> Only so when you're yes. <laughs> But, anywho, back to brand new. <laughs> Their newest album, Back to Front... Uh, they started getting more experimental as well as you go through their albums. It started as very emo. They, you know, wrote a song about another emo band. 
Yeah, it was, which one? And they had they had back and forth songs with um, "Sudden Death" in Carolina. I don't know what that is either. Uh, um, "Sudden Death" in Carolina. I, it sounds like an emo country band. Go. Oh, "Sudden Death in Carolina" might be the song that they wrote. No, no, no. That's you that is a song that, that they wrote. About this. Um, gosh. I can't remember the band's name. <laughs> I haven't... I like it when you bring up a... <laughs> hey, don't... <laughs> don't... This already gone off the rails. Hey, Dane, it went off the rails about five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. What do you mean, keep talking? When I was a boy, I used to listen to sticks. And even though people make fun of sticks, really, I don't. I never met anyone that actually made fun of sticks besides seeing it in that that '70s show. Yeah, that. Do you think that was just like a that's gospel? That '70s show is gospel. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> No, we uh, we used to listen to a bunch of stuff when we were kids. I mean, it's I'm just gonna continue to tell stories now while Jonathan looks up something because he can't remember the beginning of an anecdote. 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 The hell am I trying to say here? Oh man, anecdotum. An anecdotum. A story that starts at the bottom and now it's yeah, here. Kid. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. <laughs> that was really stupid. <laughs> Did you find the thing yet, Joe? No, I haven't yet. <laughs> search for oh good to know taking back sunday i don't know what that is that is the band uh make damn sure is is the song is their is their biggest song is that their rebuttal no that's did they ever have a rebuttal they did they both made songs about the other seems like a terrible thing to do the thing is is that yeah very true the thing is, is that Taking Back Sunday's rebuttal is just quoting the song that's brand new made about them and just trying to make it sound whinier. <laughs> that is the entire... I don't know, brand new sounds pretty whiny. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need some whininess. Sometimes you just gotta let it all out, says Jonathan. Yeah. I would never knock any type of music, Jonathan, because music, if anything, if it was made genuinely, genuinely, is means something to someone somewhere, and it's important, and that's why we wanted to do this, honestly. I mean, why we've been doing music for, since what? Before we were even teenagers. Eight years old? 
Yeah, when mom least, when yeah. mom had us, you know, go and sing on her album. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever that was. I have no idea. Don't look it up. It's a bad album. Wow. It's not a bad album. It's just like I doubt a lot of you are wanting to look up a Christian album. Not that I remember the name of it. No. We were on one song though, so if you find that song, let us know. Yeah. But <laughs> just just let us know what we sound like when we were kids. But yeah, no, it's just I don't know, John, heart to heart wise. Music's always been one of those things that just brought the whole family together. It brought us all together. Very, very true. We would, I mean, that was our family nights as we listened to music together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listened to music together and played board games. And it was almost always the Beatles' journey or Stakes or Boston. Boston. Moms loves Boston. Yes. Sometimes Kansas, if Dad got his way. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. That was my first... Uh, did I ever tell you that? that? That was my first CD, was Kansas. No, you did not tell me uh, that. Uh, Dad, Dad took me to, the, uh, to a used CD store, and we were going through, and I didn't know what to find. I didn't know what to get. And so I just like dug through this bin, and I found, <laughs> I found this like two-disc... like ridiculous kansas album i don't even remember what it was the deluxe it was edition? the one with it was, it was the one with uh, icarus born on silver wings or something like mm-hmm. that and that was when i found out that outside of you know dust in the wind and stuff like that kansas can be pretty weird <laughs> yeah yeah like, like a, i feel like a lot of their a lot more of their stuff was super like I don't know I guess I, I you could say experimental but like it was it was just far more like prog rock prog rock yeah than I than I ever guessed it would be yeah that's fair I mean and it's super fun to play but it's hard to make it good <laughs> that's always the hard part is when you like it was funny cause that's what I the more that I get musicians for friends, the more that we talk about making music specifically for musicians. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a crazy idea because the music ends up being so cool, but it always ends up being like something like, like it's a very niche group. Yeah. Of people that will be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Like if someone were to listen to something that was specifically made for musicians and they're not a musician like it sounds like a like a cacophony of like horrible noises and like ridiculous things well my i was just told that my last band was a band for musicians and i don't know about that i think you still had we had fans outside of that but most people just did not enjoy our music because we specifically wanted to make it weird, but also our own. Yeah, and I think that's fair. And, I mean, it's it's fun to do, but <laughs> you, if you want to be famous, you got to make music for the people. 
there are a lot less musicians than there are just regular folks in the world, Dame. You know, those regular folks. Those regular folks. Have you ever met a normal musician? No. Never, not once. Yeah. I think we're all a little messed up in the head. Yeah, I mean, and quoting Billie Eilish, we're all horribly, horribly depressed. Oh, God, am I horribly depressed? Secretly, yes. Oh, shit. (laughs) Dane, don't worry about it. I'm also horribly depressed. All the time? Yeah, I'd say like... I'd say like 85-15. Well, I feel like this has just been a dumpster fire. But I had fun recording this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, Dane. I'll Uh, never see you again. Yeah, no, never ever. It's not like we'll actually be doing this again. It's not like we'll actually research a topic to talk about and figure out. I mean, why would we do that, John? (laughs) (laughs) Instead of just record our ramblings. God, I mean, that's all I do on those other ones. Maybe you guys have heard them. I I do Dane rambling. But uh, it is literally just stream of consciousness. It is not... For everyone, I guess this became stream of consciousness. At this, well. at the end of the, at the end of the day, I think anything that I become a part of ends up being stream of consciousness. Because you know, most people go into things trying really hard and making things, you know, <laughs> editing themselves. Most people try. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna put on my T-shirt? <laughs> All right, John. Well, thank you so much for coming in. You have a great rest of the day. And to all of you folks, you have a fantastic rest of the day as well. Say goodbye, John. Goodbye, John. I hate you so much. (laughs) Philosophy, topography, Star Wars, cryptozoology, comic books and textbooks, they're all the same. some room inside your brain let's talk about it let's talk about it Dane and friends are here to talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it Dane and friends are here to talk about it